looks like he just woke up. How you doing, Paul? You ready to go? Yeah, I'm good. I just, you know, I, I made breakfast for Jihoon and I and sent him on his way for a couple hours while I do this. And then I'm going to go Kick meet him up with him. House. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's how it works. Fair enough. I soften the blow by making breakfast first. And then I'm like, I'm good boyfriend. And then it's like, go away. I'm doing a podcast. Bad boyfriend. It balances out. It's all like the grand scheme. Wait, softening the blow? Is that like a sex thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I never do it soft. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> Is that like when people take out their dentures? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. oh shit. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before. I used to work in a convenience store that like back in the day when like they would rent porn videos uh and you know other like movies and stuff like that. One of the videos that we had that people could rent was literally called Gum Me Bear. <laughs> <laughs> So that was like a lemon party kind of situation. Uh, uh, I don't think it was gay porn. I think it was uh, granny porn, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, dear. all right, all right. Or meth head porn. Who knows? Could have been. I mean, little little from column A, little from column B. Some some grannies might be meth heads. You know. I'm assuming. Or Kalos dose. While you were, yeah, exactly. I'm assuming <laughs> while you were working at that store, it wasn't 2016, and therefore meth wasn't the epidemic that it is now. So, like, I'm assuming it was like 1990. It's like late late 90s, yeah. Sorry, late 90s, yeah. Mid to late 90s, yeah. 98, 99, kind of Something thing. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's pre J accepting meth into his life. So, <laughs> yeah. There's. <laughs> well, and uh, I'm the one who went dark early. Surprise, surprise. Welcome back, everybody, <laughs> to Dance Robot Dance. This is episode 186. I'm Mark. I'll be your host, kind of, tonight. You'll see what I mean later. <laughs> I'm here with a just-waking-up Paul. Hi. Good morning. Well, that was... <laughs> that was... <laughs> That's the most tentative fucking <laughs> yeah. greeting ever. Hello? I'm here. Hello? I'm alive. I get on Am that mic like you fucking own it. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta... <laughs> Hello? Yeah, Am I on... here? Hello? Hi. Hello. Where just barely, we? Paul. Just barely. <laughs> Hello. Okay. I'm here now. Really. I'm also here with Tim. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Whew, you guys are uh, slow moving this morning. I just want you to know. <laughs> or tonight, I guess. I don't know. Paul's. It's you guys have no excuse. I am I'm waking I'm up. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been packing up the goddamn house all day. So yeah, I'm, I'm mm, wiped. Yeah. Yeah. Tim's getting ready to move. So yeah. yeah. I guess it is like it's move time for everybody in uh, Dance Robot Dance land. Yeah. Well, except for me. Except for me. I'm just waiting for a move to blow up my life. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's let's uh, let's get into the nerdy news. Because there was actually a fair chunk of news. I, I went through the whole week going like, man, there's no news. What's going on? There's no news. It's just, I'm just going to talk about the Oscars and Harley Quinn. But at the end of the week, all of a sudden, all this shit happens. So surprise, surprise, we have a ton of news to cover. But first things first, uh, the Oscars happened last weekend. And I'll just quickly go through the results. Assuming you guys are interested, I, we could also just not bother. I'm not. That's a little bit of stuff that was right. sort of genre related. I went to an Oscar party. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, we can talk about that in a minute. But we, we will talk about that later. Well, Richard Deacons, uh, Roger Deacons, I should say, finally won his best cinematography thing, which was the one thing that I wanted to point out. That's one of those nerdy special effectsy kind of things. Yeah. But we'll just do the top level shit. Uh, so, best supporting actress, uh, Laura Dern, won for Marriage Story. Which... Laura Dern. We love Laura Dern. Cool. Best supporting actor went to Brad Pitt. For Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he shouted out Letterkenny on the red carpet, so that was pretty funny. <laughs> Best actress was Renee Zellweger for Judy, uh, where yeah. she played Judy Garland, which yeah. I thought should have gone to Scarlet, but that's fine. I'm not biased. <laughs> and then Best Actor 
Oh boy. Rokeem Phoenix won for the No Joker. surprise. <sighs> no surprise. That was the best part of that movie, but yeah, he uh, went on like a very like uh, pro civil rights equality rant in his Oscar speech, and the fucking Joker fanboys were just like, "Hollywood's forcing him to say that uh, he's not an SJW." All right, all right. And Bucky enough, is like the enough, SJW. Enough oh. SJW shit. We got to move on and, from this stuff. And like, Mark, and it's Mark, funny. just just to correct you, uh, yes. De- Deacon's got his Oscar for Blade Runner. He got it for Blade Runner, right? Okay. Yeah this this was his second. Yeah. He got his, he, so he finally got his second. He should yeah. have been getting them all for the last fucking ten years. Oh, yeah, so he had whatever. like a dozen nominations before yeah. he finally got it for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I thought he Started got it for like, Blade Runner, but yeah. for some reason they caught my eye that he he actually won this year. And I remember being like, "Oh, did he not win last year?" Either way, good for him. He deserved it for both because yes. he is awesome. While we're on that topic, or not on that topic, let's move along. Sorry, best director Bong Joon Ho, Bong yeah. Joon Ho, Bong Joon Ho Ho. Okay, for Parasite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Best Picture, obviously, Parasite won, uh, which is Yay. pretty cool. Yeah, it won yeah. Best Picture and Best International Film as well. I think it won Best Screenplay, yeah. too. Uh, yeah, Best, best Original, best original screenplay. screenplay. Yep, absolutely. Because yeah. Taika won for Best Adapted Screenplay, which is pretty cool. And then yeah. for some reason... Yeah, Jojo Rabbit was fun. Yeah. But yeah, so I was happy that Best Picture went the way it did. I didn't really have a horse in the race this year. Like, I didn't really like any of these movies i kind of was pulling for marriage story just because i thought they did a really good job with that movie but i can understand where it's not like it's really just an acting showcase more than it's like actually yeah. that great a movie so um parasite yeah. is excellent i actually watched it again s- this week and you you have to watch it it's really i know I, s- I still need to fucking yeah. watch uh, parasite it's just a matter of me finding the time right now to actually sit down and, and like watch something with subtitles which is not I don't have that kind of time at the moment, unfortunately. I have like yeah. put shit on in the background time right now. Yeah, it's basically what I've yeah. been doing too. So, but the uh, yeah, the only one I still haven't seen yet is uh, Little Women. So, like, I actually ended yeah. up when I went looking through the list last weekend, I was like, oh shit, I've actually seen nine out of ten of these fucking movies, and I, I still don't have a favorite. Like, I still didn't have like one that I was like, yeah, that one absolutely should win. Like, I was yeah. kind of pulling for yeah. Once Upon a Time just because Tarantino, I guess, like. I don't know. And even that, I didn't think I was his best movie or anything. So, yeah, that's the yeah. first time a foreign film has won uh, yeah. Best Picture, which was nice. Yeah, to and see. Korea is very happy about it. Sure. Like, it's uh, it's popping up on the news all over the place. Like, it has been for the last like week or so. Like, every Bong Joon Ho was like on. I think he went on like a three day bender, probably yeah. or something. Yeah. It looked like, like he was did. having a lot of fun. So he was having. I a saw. Lot of fun. I saw an article. Well, like he finished his speech by saying like, "And now we drink until morning or something." And then yeah. apparently, yeah, that's apparently they found or they got a uh, Korean restaurant in Hollywood to stay open until like five a.m. Just serving them like booze and bibimbap and fucking like Korean barbecue and shit all night. Samgyeopsal mm, all night. So yeah. hey, I've had those nights, man. It's real. Most Korean. Places actually stay open until like six a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can like drink until sunrise, like pretty uh, pretty regularly. And like you, you have your bottles of soju and you fill them up. And you, like he's probably getting his glass filled by all of his juniors. You know, like just like yeah, good times, yeah. good times. Yeah. I hope he had a good time because it's like well deserved. I love Parasite, and like generally, like everyone was like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Korea should really care about the Oscars. And then when he won the Oscar, they just lost their shit. It was just like, Wait, look at us. Korea's awesome. Yeah. It was, it was... And every fucking time that the Joker did not win something, I like cheered out loud. <laughs> Take, a <laughs> yeah. Take a shot. Take a shot. Yeah. 
Uh, but they did win also Joker won for best score. score yeah, right? one for score, score, yes. And that one I think might that well, that was probably deserved. Uh, yeah. And I think only maybe the second time that a woman has won for best score too, which was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised they didn't give it to John Williams as it like was his retirement kind of true. So that was his last one, but well he got like a lifetime achievement award or something like that at like the sort of technical Oscars that happened like a few days before. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because he's, I mean, it's not just Star Wars we know John Williams for, obviously. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. That Superman theme and Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and, and, yeah, uh, lots of other stuff. All kinds of super iconic stuff. Yep. So that's cool. So the Oscars happened, and, like, you know, they didn't fuck things up completely this year, so... (laughs) Yeah, they, did, they didn't give Todd Phillips a fucking Oscar for, for stealing. Thing. Yeah, for stealing fucking every Scorsese shot and frame every ever. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was. That. Yeah, that was the one that I was just kind of sitting there waiting, like chewing on my nails for. I was like, just tell me who won Best Director yeah. and tell me it wasn't Todd Phillips because that's all I need to know for tonight, and then I'm happy. Listeners, we did not like the Joker. Is the yeah. point that we're trying to get across here? <laughs> it is a bad movie. If you have not seen it and you're thinking about it, don't go see it. Yeah, don't bother don't yourself bother. with uh, <laughs> watching that one. Speaking of movies that you should go see, I think, but are, seem to be having a bit of a hard time getting an audience. Harley Quinn had a weird kind of story this week where the box office was, I'm going to say, underwhelming compared to what was expected. Although I don't think it's terrible, considering it is an R-rated movie that is also kind of a sequel to a really fucking horrible movie. So, like, I don't know. I feel like this movie performed exactly where I expected it to, but I kind of wish it had done better because I thought it deserved to do better. So It made back, like, its actual production budget in its first yeah. weekend, which means it's probably it's not going to be a flop by any stretch. No, and, like, I'm looking at Box Office Mojo right now, and its total grosses overall, like, look like $160 million, which means it's doubled its $84 million budget it's that it means it's now officially making money in like hollywood accounting terms in theory like once you double that's profit so i unfortunately it's like going into week three i think right no this is week two yeah yeah this, this is, is yeah. yeah this is its second weekend right now so i, I don't know what's coming out this weekend which may or may not kill it so oh sonic the hedgehog <laughs> yeah which actually right. well it's gotten mixed reviews. I expected yeah. would have expected it to get like just fucking garbage reviews, but it's somewhere yeah, was, between. It seems I was expecting yeah. it to get hammered, so I'm I'm, yeah. not, I'm not surprised by that. Did Bad Boys for Life open last weekend or this weekend? Oh no, it must have been last week. Well, well, no, like three or know. four. Weeks. <laughs> no know. idea. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even. I I knew it was coming, but I had no idea it was. It's better than John Wick three. Okay, fair enough. Sonic is looking to score sixty million this weekend looks like and uh birds of prey made seven million about seven million on friday so uh, i'd assume i think the rated r was probably what killed that because that's like i don't know it doesn't feel like and also i well they also switched the marketing so now they're yeah so that was the harley quinn Yeah. yeah so so i think part of that is is they're realizing wait we marketed this movie wrong or or maybe not as as well as they could have I think that was kind of the general takeaway from like the critical reception of it. It was like this movie was marketed completely improperly for what it actually is because it's not a Birds of Prey movie. And that's what we, yeah. every review I've listened to or read completely echoes or our points. Or done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Completely yeah. echoes our own points. We're like, this isn't a, like, it's Birds of Prey, great. Like, it says that in the title and those characters are present, but it's not a Birds of Prey movie. This is, a, it's a mistitle. 
No, it should have been like yeah. Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Which I think is yeah. kind of what they've changed the SEO for it to kind of reflect. Like, that's what the search yeah. terms kind of reflect now. Yeah. Because that's not the, the official title, still Birds of Prey, like, and whatever that for. The Fantabulous. Yeah, that whole, yeah. et cetera. No, but on like certain apps and that sort of thing, it, uh, like it's it's Harley Quinn now, yeah. Yeah, but that's just for search. Like that, they yeah they've just done that so that SEO works better, which is search engine optimization for those who don't know. Yeah. Welcome to my shitty life as a graphic designer. I have to know things about Google search crap. <laughs> yeah. So moving on from there, uh, I'm just I just thought we should bring it up because we did review it last weekend and it had it's just a weird week and there was a lot of hot takes about it and I'm like it was a rated R movie yeah. like it was a sequel to like a big pile of shit. Yeah. The fact yeah. that it did is like it even broke even is probably actually the kind fact of a that win. it got made. Yeah, you know, like the, I'm I'm happy that movie exists. Yeah, you know, like regardless of whether or not it succeeds at the box office, I'm gonna be like if my friends won't go out to see it, I will be showing it to them yeah. if they haven't seen it. You know, like it's, it's like Tim's thing with the prequels, where I'm like, I'd, I'd rather this existed than didn't, because at least it means I have one movie that I can be like remember when margot robbie was harley quinn and she was fucking awesome at it there's at least one movie yeah. that i can sit down and watch that she's in as harley quinn that won't make me want to stab my fucking eyes out 15 minutes into <laughs> no. it from the other stuff you know what i mean oh, amen to that so, amen to that from thug killer croc oh, jesus that fucking movie was just i'm sure i think we kind of gave it a positive review when we reviewed it too but like i'll probably rewatch which mm, always watch things twice. I don't think I did. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember if we did or not at this point. It was so fucking long ago. But I remember now hating that movie. Like I think my, from what I recall, my take on it was that it was cast well and like the characterizations were all great, but the fucking plot was trash. That, yeah, that script was a yeah. piece of garbage. Yeah. But either way, so like oh I just want to talk about Harley Quinn doing whatever it did. And if you haven't seen it, I seriously think you should just go see it. Especially yeah, like, go see Harley Quinn because a lot of fun. Like that as if for nothing else, it's a fucking ride. Which oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Either a way. romp. And it's probably better than Sonic the Hedgehog. Probably, yes. if you had to make a choice. Most likely. I don't know. I love James Marsden, don't get me wrong, but he's even he's not enough to get me to see that. So <sighs> he needs to start he needs to fire his fucking agent. Like just <laughs> fired. He's just happy to get the work. Yeah. yeah. Next little thing. Looks like Paul Dini is writing a Batman the animated series comic book continuation. Yeah, I saw that. Maybe. That looks cool. I'm very excited for it. It looks like they're going to introduce Jason Todd into the into that continuity and stuff. So I'm uh, Tim Drake. I think was it Tim? No, Tim Drake's who Jason Todd is. Like the the Robin that they you leave that show with is is named Tim Drake, but acts like Jason Todd. If that oh. makes any sense to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure that's how that works. I, I can't remember anymore because I know in that one, like Dick's Nightwing and Babs is there as Batgirl when they end that show, like the New Adventures of Batman. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's tim drake robin who acts like jason todd and that's why people get confused uh, okay so they're actually introducing a jason todd now which is cool because i don't know as long as paul dini accepts the fact that bruce tim is wrong and that batman and batgirl should not be together then i'm i'm on board for this comic book adaptation or comic book continuation just, why oh, yeah. would that ever be an idea in your head that batgirl and batman should be together i do not <laughs> i think understand. there's continuities where you could make that work i just don't think that they've ever done it they like especially with the animated series one where he's clearly been Batman for like three hundred years and she's like twenty two. Like no, that's gross and weird. But yeah, I think there's yeah. continuities where like Batgirl shows up a little bit earlier in his career and they may have a thing because why not? Like whatever, they're both damaged, <laughs> fucking vigilante crazy people. So 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Ty Templeton's going to be drawn it as well. Yeah, which is exciting because he, I think he did concept work on the original series back yeah. in the day. Like he's one of the guys, like Bruce Tim, who's kind of dipped his toes in both worlds, like did some comic book work. Yeah, and really, really set kind of that uh, yeah. very striking visual style for the animated series. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I, I saw that story and I was like, that's cool. Because like anytime Paul Dini's writing Batman, like that's a must read for me. So Yeah, for sure. I know, you know, I did not point out, I should bring up friend of the show, kind of. My acquaintance, Blake Northcott, has signed up with DC and under... I'm not sure Ooh. if she's exclusive or not, but she is writing Catwoman now. So you're going to... Oh, cool. nice. So she's taking over for Joelle Jones? Yep. As far as I know. Or she might be co-writing with her, but she was posting about like her Catwoman run starts in the next couple weeks or months or something like that. She was posting art today. So uh, yeah, somebody we know, uh, or at least I know anyway, and I'm sure the boys will get to meet her at a con eventually. You gotta have her on the fucking podcast. Don't yeah, you? at some point we'll have to get her on the podcast, and like I've, I've been working on that kind of stuff the last little while too, but it'll be easier once we're all yeah, situated somewhere where we can all and do our that. schedules are a little more flexible. So yeah, I was just excited for Blake that she finally got, like, we met at a How to Break Into the Comics Industry seminar at Fan Expo, and She's got there faster than me, so good for her. <laughs> nice. And she took the long road. She's a fucking writer too, so I have no idea what my problem is. You'll get there. Bro. I'm working You'll on it. I'm working on it. Uh, okay. So next thing, it's just more Batman shit. We got test footage of Robert Pattinson in the bat suit this week, and I don't know if the boys saw this, but I, I did. wanted to bring it up. I did. So I did. I like the score more than I like the suit. Yeah, so that bat symbol is like I guess it looks like it's detachable or something. It's kind of reminded me of Arkham. So there's a theory that it kind of looks like there are uh, firearm handles built into that bat symbol. Yeah, and so Mm -hmm. people are saying like, did he fucking like put Joe Chill's gun that killed his parents into the bat symbol? To be like the most fucking emo thing that a Batman could ever do. Yeah, it's a little. <laughs> I heard, I saw that rumor floating around Reddit too, and I was like, mm, but, okay. I don't know. I don't think it looks bad. I, I, I mean, it's maybe not my favorite take on a bat suit, but it, oh. uh, I mean, it looks better than fucking bat nipples. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's going to look better than any of those 90s suits. Absolutely. Yeah, any of the, the like yeah. rubber fucking monstrosities. I got to see the head. It's the cowl that always breaks your brakes. This <laughs> so, suit for me. The the cool thing I saw with the cowl, like one of the details, I was watching it like pretty HD and like looking real close up, was that there was like clearly looks like it's mostly leather and to the point where you can see stitching along the edges of it, which I think would be pretty cool if they go more like that sort of less like techie, more organic kind of bat suit. Which is funny because like the, the actual armor itself looks like the Arkham Knight kind of well, it looks, looks like, like body armor. armor. Yeah, yeah, it looks more like an Iron Man suit, which is kind of the direction they'd been going in the video game stuff for a while. Yeah. Um, I hate drawing that shit though; it fucking takes forever. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm up. I gotta wait till I can see the whole thing, and it's always the cowl for me that makes or breaks the suit. Like I always, like I'd never liked either Bale cowl, regardless yeah. of how much I like those movies. Like the bat suits never really worked for me in those movies because they always felt like they were pinching his face. Funny. Mm. Like, I don't know, it just looked weird. Um, and then the other ones, obviously, like those 90s suits are... <sighs> Depends on who's wearing it, really. Like, I think Michael Keaton's the only one who got one that fit properly ever, so... And that didn't really And he couldn't even until... move his fucking head in it. Exactly, and that, that didn't really happen until Returns, either, because like, I'm doing that 89 art this week, um, which we'll talk about in a minute, but, like, there's all kinds of shots of him where it's just so clearly just baggy around his neck, and it never looked good. Yeah. So I'm kind of like... Just get the fucking suit right, you know? Like, I like the Affleck suit, so I'm a little annoyed we're moving away from that so quickly. Yeah. 
Robert Pattinson definitely has the brooding down, though. Yes, he's got the look down, and I'm hoping yeah. for a little bit more of like a wiry detective Batman as opposed to hulking brute Batman that we kind of got last time. So yeah, yeah, and a little bit more, I don't know, Bruce Wayne in general, more like, Playboy, less uh, more yeah. yeah, yeah, less angry less old man, paranoid, piss, drinking his own piss in the basement. <laughs> Kind of I mean, I don't. I, Whatever. I don't know. I mean, those scripts were terrible, but like, I'll fuck. I I will go to bat for Batfleck. I don't know. If yeah, that sounds weird. I thought he was excellently cast. I mean, for that Batman, yeah. I don't know. I think in general, sure. I think he'd be a good Batman if you just gave him a script that was worth a shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Affleck's a good actor. Shark and Jaws, boys. You know what I mean? Like, Shark and Jaws. Anyway, he's the bomb in Phantoms. Yeah, he was the bomb in Phantoms. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Like, unironically too. Like, I think that's it's it's an entertaining piece of schlock. So, moving along. I'm assuming. Do we even need to talk about the Stranger Things season four teaser that happened? There's the f- most fucking obvious thing ever, but I don't know why they just insist. For anybody that hasn't seen it, fucking Hopper's back because, of course, he is. He's in some fucking like Russian gulag chain gang, <laughs> yeah. and like fucking, of course, like that's exactly what we said was going to happen at the end of that season because they teased it. And yeah, so like Ooh. here's a teaser. The, the reason why I have very little use for this teaser footage is it doesn't have any Maya Hawk and it doesn't have anyone on a rider. So I'm just like, I don't yeah. care about this <laughs> at all. So yeah. I just don't know why we're at the stage where like people are fucking giving shit away with that in like the first like first fucking teaser Fuck, you, got like, me. you didn't want to play that the least bit close to the chest like and you know have some right. great fucking moment when we realize that hopper's alive like fuck me i'm gonna tell you a magical story about a movie where the had the bad guy from the original movie come back as a good guy but they if you watch the movie you don't know that until a certain point in the movie but if you watch the ads it's plain as fucking day that movie terminator 2 this has been going on for so fucking long at this point. But we'd been like, getting away from it. Like, uh, yes. the Star I mean, Wars the movies have been really good at it, with maybe the exception of Rise of Skywalker, because obviously they gave away the... Well, they mostly gave away that the Emperor was coming back with that laugh and everything in the yeah. trailer. Yeah. For better or for worse. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, was anyone's viewing of Stranger Things 4 going to be made or broken by the, like, not knowing if Hopper was going to be back or not? Like, like really? Like, like who's who's making their decision on whether or not they watch season four of Stranger Things based on whether or not they bring that guy back? Because like, yeah, he's whether, that. Especially since whether, he was so yeah, annoying in season yeah, three. On whether, <laughs> yeah. whether or not their favorite fucking, like, toxic masculinity mess was going to be back in season four. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was actually looking <laughs> right. forward to a season without him, oddly enough. like I, I know there was, like, been... that a lot of BuzzFeed daddy thirst for that guy, but, uh, like, dude, I... Hey, man. I... Yeah. You guys didn't watch that Hellboy not my movie. Cup of tea. You guys didn't nope. watch that Hellboy movie. Nope. I did, so... Yeah. Fuck that. Well, Nobody made you do that. <laughs> they made a Hellboy movie. That By that <laughs> law alone, I had to go see it, or at least watch it. If I didn't go see it, I watched it at home, obviously. But either way, ugly. So, Stranger Things Season 4 is happening, eventually. We'll see what happens. In other awesome Netflix series coming back, um, this is one I'm actually excited for, though. So, Castlevania Season 3 is, like, imminently launching yeah. March 5th. Uh, there's a trailer out for it. Warren Ellis is already talking about it. There's a reason why I'm excited. Because Warren's still writing this fucking show, miraculously, three seasons in. So, yeah, I'm just excited for more Castlevania. So, Yeah. Although, I was really expecting them eventually to, like, time jump and go to Simon. 
Like I'm actually thinking they might time skip all that shit altogether and just go straight and do Symphony of the Night in season four. Because that's kind of what I yeah. want to see at this point. It's like just do sim like just do an animated adaptation of Symphony. I will die happy. Yeah, it would be weird though. Like I guess they would have Alucard as like the the th- common thread as the character, yeah. but like skipping Simon altogether just seems weird since he is like the the Ur Belmont. Yeah, true. I guess like, that's, like, that's another series. Like even that is another season or another series you can do. Like you could do Castlevania Simon or like Simon Belmont kind of thing as a completely separate thing. And I yeah. think because my idea, or like I don't know if it's my idea or if I stole this from somewhere, but like you could cast the same people as Richter and Maria that are playing Trevor yeah. and Cypher right now and keep the yeah. Alcard guy. And then you still have the same trio of actors moving forward. So you get that kind of continuity um, there. That was how I was thinking would you would cool. do it. Yeah, I see that. And because you're not going to have to recast any of the villains because they're all immortal vampires and demons and shit, right? So, and it's voice cast also. So it's not like that big a deal. But I was just like, yeah, yeah. If you're going to have to break up the main characters to do that yeah. time skip. At least keep those voice actors and reapply them because it's still a Belmont. Like that line still yeah. exists and all that kind of shit. So if him doing a different vocal inflection, I think would work perfectly. And either way, season three of Castlevania. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna finish off the storyline with Carmilla this time anyway, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. I like Carmilla. Yep, no, I'm, I'm down. Another, it's lots of Netflix news right now. So uh, the Masters of the Universe show finally announced its cast. <laughs> it is bonkers, and it is fucking crazy. So obviously, this is like. Yeah, it's funk at bonkers. This is the Kevin Smith show. I know there's three, I think, Masters of the Universe projects happening with Netflix right now. There is the Kevin Smith animated adult version that we are about to talk about. There's another kid He-Man cartoon happening at some point. We have no idea when that's happening. And now a live action movie is also happening. What? Yeah, and it's all happening at Netflix, apparently. So... Don't ask. Someone's really into it. I, I mean, Netflix Someone's really into the- Netflix are like, man, people love fucking Stranger Things and 80s nostalgia. Let's make all the 80s nostalgia. So they're making like the toys that made us, the movies that made us, and now this fucking like let's bring back like eight versions of fucking He-Man apparently. Well, they've got that Transformer yeah. show too, right? Like they've got um, or for Cybertron and Earthrise or whatever that whenever that fucking happens, I'm still just like waiting for it cuz whatever. I hear about this fucking show constantly, but I didn't hear nothing about the Transformers, which really annoys me. But either way, let's just talk about this cast, because it is insane. So mm-hmm. the cast of Masters of the Universe Revelation, Mark Hamill is Skeletor, so big perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lena Headey is Evelyn, which is, again, fucking perfect. Yeah. Chris yeah. Wood, who I've never heard of before, is He-Man slash Prince Adam. He played uh, Monel on uh, Supergirl. Oh, it's Monel. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Kev's Kev, yeah, Kev. Yeah, and Kev worked, uh, directed a bunch of episodes of Supergirl. Yep, absolutely. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Uh, Tila is Sarah Michelle Geller, which is uh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> Liam Cunningham will be Man at Arms. Mm-hmm. Stephen Root. Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh, Stephen Root will be Cringer. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either, but Cringer is a cat character, so I'm assuming it's a cartoon person. Uh, Diedrich Bader, uh, Batman himself, will be playing Trapjaw and King <laughs> Randor, which is mm-hmm. cool as shit. Uh, Griffin Newman, again, probably an animated actor, is playing Orko. Tiffany Smith is Andra. And then it's we get some fun, like, you get the fun stuff, right? Henry Rollins is Triclops. Yeah. Uh, Stinkor is Jay Muse. <laughs> oh, nice. Alicia Silverstone plays a queen. Oh, man, this stupid Twitter. Eat shit, Twitter. <laughs> Susan Eisenberg is Sorceress. Uh, Justin Long is Roboto. <laughs> Tony Todd is Scareglow. 
Kevin Michael Richards in his Beast Man, Kevin Conroy is Merman, Harley Quinn mm-hmm. Smith is Alina, like just uh, all these kind of Kevin Smith yeah. people, and did I say Alicia Silverstone? DC Alicia Silverstone's in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah lots yeah. of DC oh, animated people. Griffin Newman was Arthur in the Tick series. Oh, okay. awesome! I knew I recognized that name. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So that's that's pretty cool. Like they've got a really fun cast. Hopefully, this is good because like. Whew. Otherwise, I'm going to be really annoyed. Uh, we spent a lot of time hyping this show up, and uh, if it doesn't pan out, that's going <laughs> to suck. Either way, yeah, so Masters of the Universe, lots of Masters of the Universe coming up, apparently. Like, three things happening, which is just completely insane to me. But, hey, what are you going to do? Cool, so the last thing I had, and this was a weird one for me, because it means that he's not coming back in Ghostbusters, but he will be back for another Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Rick Moranis has signed up to do a movie with Disney. You so, did see that. I, yeah, another sequel to the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids series. So it looks like it's starring Josh Gad and directed by Joe Johnston, who is friends with Rick Moranis and also directed Captain America, the first Avenger, and like the Rocketeer, amongst other things. Uh, they're going to be doing this thing. And it looks like Gad will be playing Moranis's son grown up. Which, yeah. and just Rick Moranis coming back, man, like that's... Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been on screen in almost 25 years. 96 yeah. is the last time that he's been seen on screen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very happy for Rick Moranis being back, but I am not. I'm never on board for Josh Gad. I cannot. <laughs> I can't with that guy. Like, I love. I And I'm the frozen defender I know, here. I know. But, like, oh, Josh Gad is so fucking annoying. I, I can't well, stand it. I, I, I got to go see it. this. I got to support Rick Moranis, man. That's just like him coming back is, I mean, I'm disappointed he's not in Ghostbusters because that's really where I would want him to come back. But like, I'd be surprised if we didn't see him like pop up for a cameo or something like that in Ghostbusters. I would be too. Like there's going to be cameos in that movie, right? There's going to be people that just like, if they can fucking put Harrison Ford in fucking Rise of Skywalker and nobody knows about it, they can put a fucking few cameos in Ghostbusters Afterlife without anybody knowing that they're coming. Absolutely. Smurfly. I completely agree. So yeah, no, I'm excited for that. I, I will I'll go out of my way to see a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie because Rick fucking Moranis is in it though. He is mm-hmm. like one of the mm-hmm. funniest motherfuckers alive. Like just kills me. In like everything he does, so yeah. right, right back from SCTV. Oh yeah, like just fucking uh, oh, yeah. Bob and what is it, Bob and Doug McKenzie? Bob and Doug, Doug McKenzie. Yeah. Oh, shit, that stuff's like spaceballs, spaceballs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like even I mean Ghostbusters. We've stuff we've danced around it enough. But, like his <laughs> yeah. his fucking both movies. His appearance in both movies yeah, is Lewis spectacularly Tully. funny. Yeah. He's a so, fantastic yeah. comedic yeah. character. Absolutely. So yeah, that's that was exciting for me just seeing Moranis's name kind of pop up as uh, a thing again who's actually going to be acting so that's super cool last thing i had on here apparently spotify is signing up podcasts as exclusives we haven't been asked yet so it's in the mail i'm assuming i should go check my mail i'm assuming we'll be next the last podcast on the on the left guys got signed to an exclusive with spotify this week which is why i'm bringing it up and I, i thought that was very strange that they would lock themselves to one platform but if spotify wants to give them a bunch of money to be exclusive to their platform and buy it you know whatever if they want to do the same for us, I will t- <laughs> totally take it. I'd make some money on this podcast at some point. There's- <laughs> All right. That was uh, the longest news segment we've done in forever. Let's uh, move on Wait. to Geek of the Week. You, you, don't want to- oh. you don't want to talk about Harrison Ford teasing Indiana Jones 5 finally? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> not- <laughs> nope. He didn't say what's going to happen, but he says like basically in a couple months he's like starting to he's getting back into that role. That doesn't I mean saw. it's starting to film or whatever, but we'll see. It might just mean he's, you know, 
trying out the khaki diapers so that he doesn't mess himself while he's doing yeah. stunts at 89 years old or whatever the fuck. I'm not excited for Like, I love Indiana Jones. We all know how much I love Indiana Jones, especially, but like, it's over. Like, that last one was fucking awful. Like, just <laughs> put a bullet in its head and like, take it out back and shoot it, basically, is where I'm at with the Indiana Jones stuff. Do comics or something. Like, do something else. Like, just not. Fair. I'm sorry, man. Oof. But there were there were a couple other things that uh, there were a couple trailers that I saw. One that um, got me pretty excited. There was a teaser for the return or the resurgence or whatever uh, of uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, uh, which comes out on Disney Plus like next week. Oh, uh, on the 21st. So they had like a trailer for like, one minute trailer for that that looks pretty cool. And then. I have an anti-Star Wars filter on everything right now, so I, 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 even if you showed it to me, I wouldn't see it. Star Wars is John Cena to me right now. just can't see it. <laughs> then the other one that came up that looks fucking bonkers and I hadn't heard a fucking thing about was uh, this Iron Mask trailer with Arnold Schwarzenegger okay. and Jackie Chan that looks just fucking insane. Yeah. I had put that in my in in the news, like it's in here, uh, and then I just kind of skipped it because I felt like we had a lot. And I actually didn't. I watched the trailer and was just like, "This looks ridiculous," and I'm totally going to see this. But I don't know if I want to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm going to admit to anybody that I'm going to see this because it looks fucking fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It looks dumb. Like it looks, it looks super dumb. It looks super insane. But it looks like it's going to be a fucking blast. I'm just, yeah. you know, take something, go enjoy it forget you ever saw the fucking thing is probably what that movie is going to be like but i was i was curious because like when did you ever think you would see jackie chan and arnold fucking short right? in a movie yeah. together like that's craziness to me so yeah it's just too bad that we didn't get to see them in their prime together to see like giant arnold schwarzenegger fucking hucking around little jackie chan for <laughs> two hours it'd be amazing fun yeah like, now we've got like got to do. now we've got old like extra skin arnie like (laughs) (laughs) yeah i uh i watched terminator dark fate a couple weeks ago and holy shit it's that's a dead franchise like you want to see a franchise that is like walking like a reanimated corpse of a franchise that movie was that in a nutshell it was really bad so oof yeah it was rough i felt bad because i'm like i was really into it for linda hamilton being there but yeah, yeah, it was terrible. I kept thinking, oh, I like I, I was thinking about seeing that, but just never happened. It was at a time there was a bunch of other stuff coming out, kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I waited, ended up waiting till it was available digitally. I like I couldn't even get out to see it. So whatever. All right, cool. So it's Geek of the Week time. Geek of the week. Geek of the week. So this is the segment where we talk to each other about the nerdiest thing we did this week, and I'm going to start with Paul. Yeah. I didn't have a particularly nerdy week this week because I've been getting ready to move and I've got a lot of shit on my plate at the end of the school year and stuff like that. But because of the coronavirus, they canceled what we call Korean Kinder, which is all, where all the seven-year-old kids like go to the gym to get taught in Korean. It's their only Korean class of the day. So I get a half hour break. But because of coronavirus, that got canceled. So I've been forcing my kids to watch a lot of random stuff on Netflix, mostly just like Disney and stuff like that, because I know that's safe, but like forcing them to watch uh, the the Bear Bears. (laughs) I wish. That would be awesome. And like kind of like letting them dip their toes into uh, different franchises that I like, like Steven Universe and uh, Adventure Time. They're a little, I think there's, 
Steven Universe? Well, there was some story about Steven... it in the last couple of weeks that I was I, I looked at but didn't know anything about. So Yeah, there was a new season called Steven Universe Future that time jumps after Steven kind of gets the all the diamonds to declare peace in the universe and stuff like that. So it's kind of like the the after story of the, the after effects of what happened there. So yeah, uh, just like slowly introducing my kids to geeky franchises so they can get into that as opposed to whatever toy they're being forced to enjoy at this point. Yeah. Beyblade is like, a thing I again like in Korea. About my so. movies, and I would like you to stop right now <laughs> i'm fine with them liking marvel <laughs> although they're way too young for it yeah, and some of my kids are like we've seen deadpool i'm like you're seven <laughs> so that's cool uh because their parents don't realize that it's a not all comic movies are made equal so yeah that's okay i think there's english-speaking parents in north america who don't understand that those movies are not for kids i had somebody ask yeah. me if i if i could they could take joke like their kid to see joker and i was like no I didn't want to take me to see Joker. Your kid's gonna hate it. Yeah. Like your kid will hate yeah. it. It's not. It's not a good. It's not a. It's not even no. like a an action movie. It's like it's a fucking period piece, like character drama. character yeah. trauma. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. And I'm an art school kid, and I fucking hated that movie. So no, don't take yeah. your kid. Anyway, don't do that. Absolutely yeah, do not. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. Brainwashing the masses into a genre TV. Like even the girls are getting into. They really like Steven Universe because the crystal gems are all female characters or non-binary or whatever like depending on the crystal gem so it's pretty cool cool yeah timothy see my geek of the week it was a couple of different things sort of related to black lightning so i've been catching up on season three of the show and part of that i got to was a uh, the fourth episode of season three which featured our neighborhood really heavily i think i might have mentioned on the podcast that they were doing some filming in our Mm -hmm. neighborhood like a quarter like maybe five minutes away from us kind of thing including like our local cafe and like the street where there's a bunch of new restaurants and stuff popping up. Um, so that was cool. Like being able to see, you know, literally my fuck like around the corner for me on a TV show. And then the Oscar party that I mentioned earlier, we went to, uh, oh, just, a, was... just a, just a quick note. You're moving to Toronto. You're going to see that all the fucking time. I do. You should be used I to that know. by now. Also <laughs> living in Atlanta constantly, well, yeah, but, then, but not like literally like my fucking neighborhood. Right. Like oh, okay. downtown yeah, cool. and shit like that kind of thing. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, no, that is cool. I just, I was thinking, I'm like, man, I remember seeing like stuff in the boys. And I'm like that. I fucking record stores oh, yeah. and shit that I recognize. And I'm like, I, it, it takes me out of it a little bit, you know, when I recognize yeah, yeah. where they're shooting stuff, and I'm like, wait, that's not New York. That's like the fucking street from me. Like, but I mean, fr- like Freeland and the show is pretty heavily modeled on like, you know, yeah, like predominantly African American cities like Atlanta or like Detroit, something like that. Yeah. So, and then the Oscar party that I went to was at the house next door to Cress Williams' house. Uh, Cress Williams being the guy that plays Jefferson Pierce, Black Lightning, on the show. That's awesome, man. So apparently, you know, uh, I, I don't know if it was probably like, you know, after the first season or something like that, where he figured, okay, this is doing pretty well. We're probably going to be here a while. He bought a house in Atlanta. And so like these uh, Oscar party was at like a friend of a friend's house. So we hadn't been there before. And then I, we started talking about like Black Lightning and they were like, oh yeah, fucking dude actually lives next door. Like our kids play with his kids and shit like that. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. That is fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, he's really good. I liked he was uh, really good in Crisis. Like he had a, some bits in Crisis that I got a chance to actually see him do his bit. I haven't watched that show since the first season, but that's cool that you yeah. got to like you were like next door to his house and shit. Yeah, and the show's still like 
doing cool stuff and like a lot of interesting sort of nuanced kind of takes on race and that kind of thing and you know power dynamics and yeah definitely recommend it if you've if you're looking for a different flavor of comic book show awesome so um for me for geek of the week i know i think last week we talked about my star trek prince this time it's batman prince i finished all my batman stuff this week and they're actually i'm going to talk about at the end of the episode but they're probably going on sale online in the next couple weeks so like all that stuff is going through but if you are on instagram uh empty underscore bullet i'll be changing that in the next couple weeks so that i get something a little bit more business appropriate i guess i don't know i'm still trying to come up with a name it sucks and no, I'm not calling it Dance Robot anything because I hate I've hated <laughs> this name since episode one. So <laughs> yeah, so it's, it, that's basically what it's been. So I did the Batman '89, and that was like a bunch of work, and it's out there now. It's for you to look at, and we will have it online to sell to you shortly. I'm very excited nice. about those two happening, and Supernatural will be going out probably around the same time. Um, I'll talk more about it in Geek Credits. I'm going to tell you guys to come to my show and shit like I always do. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah. It's meat of the episode time, so... Time for meat of the episode! Random, unknown meat. Yeah, so it's a Mark episode where Mark is tired of doing fucking reviews for the (laughs) 900th week in a row, uh, which means Mark's going to ask random goofy icebreaker questions and try and elicit some kind of hilarity out of the proceedings here. To be fair, I think we're all pretty tired of I'm, doing reviews yeah. at the moment. It's been like three, <laughs> three or four weeks in a row or something like that. Well, I was I was looking at it, and like with the exception of the 2019 in review, which is still kind of us reviewing something, it's just the year as opposed to uh, one particular thing, we have not not done a review since like fucking sometime in December or something like that. <laughs> so I was like, I, I do not want to do a... Because I wanted to start doing Batman movies and like, because I'm in Batman mode right now, I was like, we should do Batman 66 and like do the movie. But I'm like, I can't, first of all, bother myself to sit here and review another fucking movie this week. And second of all, force the guys to watch another fucking movie this week and then like have to have thoughts and stuff. So I thought we'd do a nice breather episode, especially since we're all about to start moving. Well, the boys are about to start moving and things are going to get <laughs> wobbly. I thought we'd have some fun, have a nice little laugh. So I'm just going to ask weird random questions from this mantelligence.com. Man intelligence? Hell yeah. Man intelligence. Hell yeah. You hate it already? Are we we going to like one of those like fucking King of Kings sites next? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Jesus Christ. No, they're just so generic that it's awesome. So, like, I'm going to ask you the first question. You guys can groan all you want, but I want to ask. We're getting answers. If you could live in any sitcom, which sitcom would it be? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jesus. Come on, guys. You can do this. You can pick one. I already picked mine. Mine's community. I want to live in community because that's just a yeah. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Also, Allison Bree's in there, so like, there's a chance, you know. There's uh, yeah, <laughs> probably probably curb your enthusiasm because everybody's like fucking loaded and Cal- like living in fucking sunny California kind of thing. Nice, nice. Yeah. In spite of the fact that they're all fucking annoying, I'd probably live in Friends because they all seem to be able to live in New York with like the the True. like no job basically. Yeah. Like they they're all self funded by call. some like mysterious corporation. Mm. So I would pick Friends just because like yeah, I could live in New York and I could be like a fucking barista and it would be fine and i would be able to live in an apartment almost by myself like that's true yeah actually friends would be good for that uh i didn't i want to change my i want to change my answer to to the simpsons so that i can be (laughs) immortal and (laughs) a cartoon but never and living in like a like none of the springfields are somewhere you want to live 
Nope, not at all. Except for that <laughs> one. And even that one, you don't probably really want to live there, but like you're immortal and you know, there's all kinds of zaniness happening all the time, apparently. No, but then, yeah, you, but you, then to... you end up being the Frank Grimes <laughs> and then you die in one episode. Knowing my luck, I would totally end up being like the new Frank Grimes for season 31 or whatever. It'd be fucking awesome. You have, to, you have to live yeah, on grimy. like Slurpees and wheelbarrows full of tacos. <sighs> I could live I could uh... live with that, actually. Like, I'm, I'm cool with that. Are you guys not cool with that? Alright, either way. Alright. I love these because they're just the get the dumbest questions. What was in your high school? No, you know what? I'm not asking that one. If you had your own talk show, who would be your first three guests? Uh, uh, Ian McKellen. Nice. Good call. Yeah. Joanna Newsom. <laughs> and oh, Lady Bunny, for sure. Okay. Is that is that a uh, drag race? The drag queen. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no, she she's she's an old 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 drag queen from like okay. back in the day, and she's still kicking around. Cool. It's, she's fucking hilarious. I've always wanted to sort of shoot the shit with Stephen Colbert, so I think yep. that would be one. Kevin Smith, because you wouldn't have to do any work. It was nope. like anytime he's on a show, he just fucking rants, and you just yeah, sit he just there takes and, over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, Patrick Stewart. Man, you you kind of like half had like half stole mine, a bunch of mine, <laughs> honestly. So like, I'm doubling it down though, and like, I have to meet Patrick Stewart or like interview Patrick Stewart. Also, I've met him once. So Patrick Stewart would be my number one right now, just because Picard, Eddie Vedder, obviously, and then The Rock would be my three. So, mm. and I think that would be, I think The Rock would be the best ratings win I could probably you get. Sneer so. at Joanna Newsom, and then you're like, oh, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> hey, you could have sneered at Eddie Vedder the same way I sneered at Joanna Newsom. I did. I just go. did it quietly. Oh, you dick. No, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I can't do. She doesn't sing quietly, so I get to sneer at her loudly. Yeah. Also. Uh. Fine, whatever. Uh, okay. Uh, what is the scariest thing you've ever done for fun? Hmm. Did one of those like super swing things, like uh, I, the oh, I, at Canada's yeah. Wonderland, where they like lift you up and then like drop you, and you're in like free fall for like 15 seconds, kind of thing. I did one of those in high school, and that was that was pretty terrifying I, well i don't think it, like i was probably scared to do it at first but like once it started i was like yeah this is fun i don't know if i can say i did it for fun but i did jump out of a plane once or like i was flung out of a plane like it was a skydiving thing but like i went with somebody <laughs> and like obviously they do like the tandem jump the first time yeah and yeah. i was never doing it again after that tandem jump because like there was no fucking way they're ever getting me out of the plane by myself after the first <laughs> time so i was like yeah. this was fun yeah. i had that experience and i'm like I saying I did it for fun, but like I hmm. didn't really. I mean, I did it for girl, I guess. So I guess there's <laughs> fun in there, but like, whoo. Yeah, no, I did it for terror, basically. So what That's you're saying what is you yeah. did it all for the nookie. I did all for the nookie. So you could get that cookie. Stick it up your ass. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. The scariest thing I've done for fun. Uh Bareback sex? No. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, Karen. I was in... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, good when answer, I was... though, to be fair. Like, yeah, on either side I mean... of the fucking aisle, like, it's a good answer. So, <laughs> yeah. 
When I was 12, I jumped off the roof of Immaculée Conception. That's right. I remember this. Like, there was the, the, the hallway that connected St. Nicholas and uh, Immaculée Conception. So I jumped <laughs> off that roof when I was, like, 12. I think it was Caitlin talked me into it. My, be- my best friend at the time, Caitlin cocked me into and it was fun and then i hurt my ankle real bad obviously so I had to... an excellent friend asking you to jump off the roof so yeah yeah i did that that was good times it was only like three or four meters high but it was still but it like uh connected to an incline like a little hill and so like i landed on my ankle real funny like they had like jumped off three or four times and were like fine but literally i was convinced to jump off a roof if your friends jumped off a roof would you do it yes i can say that when i was 12 i absolutely would have it's like that <laughs> scene where like bart's like oh millhouse is dropping off a bridge and he's like trying to get out the door you know like yeah that, that was me that's yeah you're, you're... sad the next time somebody tells me that paul's the smart one in the family i'm gonna be like like that the dog head tilt at them basically is what they're gonna get Hey, I got smarter as time went on, I think. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ostensibly. All right. Um, if you could visit any place in the world, where would it be? Does it have to be like a current place? Could it be like somewhere historic, like such and such Here, a place? We'll do history? it. We'll, we'll even do it nerdy. If you could visit any nerdy, like a fictional place, like a fictional oh. city, where would you go? Middle Earth Hobbiton. Ugh. Of and, course. I mean, that's probably the real life answer as well as like Hobbiton in New Zealand. And there, uh, yeah. Mm. Paul, mm. I would say one of the main three kingdoms in Final Fantasy fourteen. That would be cool. Like the the one that's like Elvish. Okay, it's kind of similar to uh, to Tim's answer because it's like it's basically Middle Earth, but it's more Final Fantasy stuff, and you have people running around summoning Final Fantasy monsters all the time and. Oh, that sounds horrifying. That sounds yeah. just terrifying. Which means I'm going to change my answer because I was going to say Metropolis because I feel like Metropolis would be a fun city to like visit, but you'll probably die in an alien invasion or end up kidnapped. No, in Superman keep you safe. At which point you're really fucked. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be in Gotham at all. I was going to say Gotham at first. But I was like, that's a stupid answer. No. You're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. You're going <laughs> to die. So I guess my a- actual answer would be like, can I visit Deep Space Nine? Like I'll say Deep Space Nine. No, that station sucks. Yeah, <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, twenty fourth like, century San Francisco. I'd like to live yeah, in Earth. like Starfleet. Yeah, Earth, Starf- Earth and like yeah, Starfleet. Starfleet headquarters. Yeah, Starfleet headquarters would be something I'd like to see. I think. All right, do do do. I love this because they're just so dumb. <laughs> uh, oh, here this is excellent for us. What childish things do you still do as an adult? Oh my god, I'm a kindergarten teacher, like so many. I know, that's, that's why this is a perfect question for us, so there you go. Playing Pokemon, obviously, I'm wearing a Pikachu sweatshirt, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, like, I think that pretty much... Before you were baseline. unmuted, we were making fun of you for that, so there's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, besides everything, like... <laughs> I know, right? I still watch yeah. cartoons, I still, like, fucking read a shit ton of comic books, I, like, still buy toys and shit, not that often anymore but like yeah i don't know eating dessert instead of a proper meal i do that i do that isn't that just being an adult is that you're allowed like you can do that and get away with it now i don't want to say you're allowed to do that but like it's just something that could happen and nobody can fucking say anything to you at that point cereal for dinner and shit like that and oh man i've I've absolutely eaten like oh aunt kim left apple pie at the house so i guess that's my fucking dinner so good time <laughs> i'm gonna eat three quarters of an apple pie in one sitting <laughs> that's my dinner it's balanced yeah. sure why not yeah there's there's yeah. i mean it's got 
I don't know, starch and fruit in there. There's, There's food groups. Something. Something's yeah. happening. Um, yeah. Apple is a vegetable or something, so I don't know how that works. Um, is that it? Is that all you guys have? I, don't I'm know. To think I, of I gave like eight answers. Like, you want me to yeah, keep I'm, going? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can't keep think, going. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, of, of things that like I don't do that are... I'm trying to think of things that I do that are adultish, which is fairly rare also, so I'm like, yeah. I mean, that was, work? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um... <laughs> hit the treadmill or hit the couch. Hit the couch. Treadmill. I don't know. I like I put the treadmill in front of the TV, so it's kind of the same thing. That's that's not a bad not a bad way to go. So yeah, like a fucking treadmill in front of a like sixty five inch t- like you know fucking four K TV. Yeah, there's that. We know Paul's answer because he gets up the crack of fucking dawn, like a yeah <laughs> fucking five a.m. Yeah. I like going to the gym. Going to the gym is fun. I get to listen to my music, and my my body looks okay. So I'm, uh, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. Um, <laughs> if you get rid of, you could. Oh Jesus! If you could rid the world of one thing, what would it be? Uh, Republicans is my white. Uh, yeah, fucking white supremacists. Yeah, I just I think Republicans covers it. So I just. I mean, are we? Did Did you say something different than what I said? Uh, no, I mean, I know they're one of the same thing. I just feel like there's probably, you would get blanket more people with Republicans. <laughs> it's kind of a thing. It's kind of where I'm at. Just eliminate as many of them as possible. Let's just, like, get this over with already. Greed. Just, like, as a general, I think that greed is one of the things that creates Republicans. <laughs> and... <laughs> so, let's let's get, let's get cut it out at the root. Let's nip it in the bud, uh, as they say. Yeah, we're so... uh, really reaching across the aisle on this podcast eh, these days. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, let's let's play to both sides. Yeah, Let, exactly. That's our personality. That's exactly yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what is something you can do better than anyone else you know? Mine's draw. Mm. Just so we're all clear. Uh, I mean, I've probably got better DC Comics knowledge than anybody else that I know. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that kind of goes without saying when you like live inside of DC Comics. Basically, like your walls are. Yeah. As we were joking about before the episode, Tim is moving, and like the generally speaking, when you we see Tim behind him when we record in this remote fashion, there is a wall of long boxes behind him that's now kind of half missing, and it scared the shit out of me because I was like, "Where the fuck are you?" Like it doesn't even look like you're <laughs> at home anymore. Yeah. So hmm, that's the best thing that I can do. But well, uh, everything I can think of is Pokemon related. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what actually entertaining children i think i'm pretty good at like making kids laugh yeah like compared to a lot of my other even compared to my coworkers, like i'm pretty much known as like the most entertaining of the teachers like boisterous and fun and like the kids al- always want to be in my class god your uh, staff parties in the hallways. Suck, eh? <laughs> well we don't have them anymore because people are boring there you go <laughs> and i don't drink <laughs> Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I think that I'm like pretty good at keeping kids entertained. So I would say that that's my that's one of my skills. I also think I make better chili than anybody I know. Mm. Oh, oh, you're on. <laughs> I will fight you on that one. We did. We had really good chili. We had a chili cook off. Of, you guys uh, want to have a, You guys want to have a chili cook off where the two of you chili are- cook off. <laughs> Dance robot dance chili cook-off. No, this is perfect because you guys both want to make your chili and then we have to decide which one's better. And I'm the objective person who does not like chili at all. Like, I just don't care for it at all. So I'm the, it's perfect. That works perfectly. <laughs> all right. Make that. Done. Put, out, put that on that. Challenge playlist. accepted. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to perform in the circus, what would you be doing? What's your freak Please. show trick? I can juggle. 
I can juggle. So there's that. I'll I'll keep juggling. Uh, um, I can do weird, freaky things with my hands. Like not just my thumb is double jointed, but my fingers are too. Yeah. So I can do weird things like that with my fingers. That's more a freak show than like circus, though. You're like Jim Rose circus. Yeah. Well, there's a freak show in the circus. That's fair. But yeah. So that's pretty much, and I can do that thing. Uh-huh. Oh, you can roll. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I've, never, uh-huh. I've never been able to yeah. do that. I don't understand. How can we be related <laughs> and you have the genetic code to do that and I don't? It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I think it's recessive, probably. Is that, why, yeah. is that why Jihun likes you? <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. See, all this is what I love about these know? episodes is like turning it all back on Mark. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I <laughs> is it is it a like circus talent to like chug beer? Because I can like down a fucking like entire pint of beer in like two seconds flat random story there you there was a thing at the jim rose circus back in the day like in the early 90s when they were touring with Lollapalooza, where it was bile beer where they had the guy the freak guy would drink a beer and then regurgitate it and then you somebody else would be dared to drink it and uh the lead singers of most of all of our favorite alternative rock bands from the early 90s so eddie vetter from pearl jam chris cornell from soundgarden uh mike Patton from faith no more uh, I'm trying to remember who else was involved in this. Uh, Al Jurgensen from Ministry. Just like a who's who of 90s alternative rock luminaries, basically, all went up there and drank bile beer. And Eddie Vedder won the bet because he's a fucking lunatic, apparently. It would just like chug it. And I made me want to die when I read that story. So Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, there you go. Do you have any... I don't know if this... Not, we should wait till I have, we, we have one of our parents on this episode, on this podcast to actually ask this question. Because the question is, what's the funniest thing you did as a kid that your parents still talk about to this day? And I can't... The only thing I can really remember that pertains to Paul and I is that Paul was the wandering kid. Like, he was the kid who, like, when you go to the mall and you're, everybody's like, stay together or, like, stay with an eye shot, Paul disappeared. Every... That kid's on the escalator <laughs> again. Paul was the kid on the escalator. <laughs> Paul was the fucking kid on the escalator every. One hundred percent. I love escalators. Yeah, we know. I still love escalators. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Korea. Like the subway system is just packed with escalators and manual stairs, and I'm just like, yep, escalator it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I'm not around mom and dad to know what stories they tell about me anymore, so it's like I can't really say. No, I think the, uh, the one story that comes up the most is you getting really, 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 really drunk at our cousin's wedding and destroying your keyboard that night was basically. Oh yeah, that was the fun <laughs> because that was the night I came out. Yes, and to the I entire was really, really family, drunk. like. At the wedding. At a wedding. Yeah. yeah, which I still, I apologize to John and Allison every single time I see them, and I will continue to do that for the rest of my life. Yeah, he laughs about but, it every uh, time. He's like, I think the, when you were home last, you did that again. Yeah, and John, yeah. John leaned into me. He's like, he never, he's never going to fucking stop doing that. Is he? I'm like, no, man. He was so embarrassed by that. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when I woke up, I had to take a butter knife to get the vomit out from between the keys on the keyboard. <laughs> oh, I think actually what it happened does. was that you started doing that and I was like, Paul, why don't you just throw that in the thing in the garbage and we'll just go to the fucking Canada computers and buy you a new one because I don't want you okay. typing on a barf keyboard anymore. <laughs> like, we'll just go fix this. <laughs> it's fine. So, it's fine. Uh, but that's not like <laughs> that's not really like when you were a kid childhood. though. No. Yeah. Uh, the one my, my favorite Paul story is Paul was curious, right? Like Paul's a nosy little bastard. And when we told him not to put keys in receptacles, <laughs> guess what the oh. first place he was putting the key in? And I remember the night he yeah. did it because everybody freaked out and the 
I was two or three yeah. years old, I believe, and I uh, yes, I did electrocute myself by going vroom vroom with the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the <electrical laughs> by going vroom vroom. Oh vroom, man, vroom. I went vroom vroom across the across, across, across the room. The room. Yeah. Yeah. Paul yeah. Paul's Paul's bowl cut was an inverted bowl cut. Actually, like it was actually a bowl. It was actually shaped like a bowl, but like flipped up because of the electricity. It's a it's a rain dish at that yeah. point. You know, it's a bird bath. It was hilarious. So yeah, uh, yeah. See, so I used to sleep walk when i was a kid uh so my parents have a lot of sleepwalking stories of me so like times that i would just like sleepwalk and then just start pissing on the wall in the hallway uh (laughs) or another time that uh, my dad was down like we had a basement that um had you know the windows so you could see like just sort of above grade yeah uh and so my dad was down in the basement like late at night like working on something and he it was like middle of the winter. He saw me in my little footy pajamas, like just my legs walking down the driveway. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? And then like ran out and like caught me just before I walked out into the street. <laughs> but like I, our street wasn't like super busy or anything. So it's not like I was in grave danger, but who knows how far yeah. I would have just kept walking before I woke up. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of funny actually. <laughs> okay. So if you were the eighth dwarf, what would your name be? Nerdy? Sassy. No. <laughs> there already is a Grumpy, right? Like, Grumpy already yeah. exists. Yeah. Yeah. Grumpier. Yeah, I guess Grumpier would be would be the best one. You're the Grumpy that killed the old Grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Replacement Grumpy. <laughs> Jesus. Replacement <laughs> Grumpy. Um, chatty. Yeah, I can see that. They never shut up. I can I, see that. Uh, Nerdy the Dwarf? Yeah. Nerdy the Dwarf. There's possibly yeah. that. Yeah, that would work. All right. Where is the last place you would be caught dead? Super Bowl. A Donald Trump convention. That's fair to both of those, actually. I would, you'd never catch me at either of those places. <laughs> I was going to say Joanna Newsom concert. So <laughs> <laughs> More room for me, asshole. <laughs> More room for you to do interpretive dancing in the front row. <laughs> You uh, next time I might do that, <laughs> even if it's a seated venue. I, I just care. I just figure that's never. like what everybody does at those things. No, people are in rapt silence when she plays. So just just so you yeah, know. that's what it is. They're fucking that's dumbstruck. Exactly what it is. Awestruck. Excuse me. <laughs> this one's weird because like, would you rather be without internet for a week or without your phone? Which I feel like are the same basic thing. My phone. I don't really care about talking to people. Yeah. Like. I, I mean, like, I, and where I use my, the internet on my phone constantly. Like, that's basically why I like. Yeah, it has to do like know. whether whether they're asking like the phone feature on your phone yeah. or like you can't even access the people. Can't like touch your phone at all. Yeah. Like I'll I mean, I'll I'll turn off my voice connection on my phone for a week in a second. Yeah, absolutely. Because like nobody calls yeah. anybody anymore anyway. Yeah. So. The last phone call I took was from Facebook audio. It wasn't even like an actual phone call. So, <laughs> yeah. Cause like, I, I like, even when it comes to like texting, I can do that on desktop platforms like most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yell out the first word that comes to your mind right now November. Jump. Butts. All right. That was fun. Oh, no, we're not doing that. This is, it says speak like Shakespeare for the rest of the game. Oh, Nay. No. Nay, dear friend. Not happening. Forsooth. Name the person in the room, which doesn't actually exist, but who do you think is the best dressed right now? I got to look at the video and make a judgment call. 
Mark's the only one that's wearing more than like a t-shirt, so I'm gonna go. With I Mark. am actually. I have a yeah, button-up shirt yeah. under my hoodie, so there is yeah. that. Yeah, I was out. I'm wearing a Pikachu sweatshirt and gray sweatpants. I would just so like no to man. point out that this will be the only time I will ever be described as the best as dressed. Best dressed. Anything, <laughs> anything yeah, I'm I'm in jeans and a Millennium Falcon t-shirt. I'll see you. Which is a good t-shirt, by the way. Yeah, it is a good t-shirt. Also, you may have me beat with jeans because I'm basically wearing pajama pants. So yeah. it's yeah. a draw. <laughs> it's a draw. <laughs> yeah, a draw. Uh, I lost my questions. Uh, oh, there they are. There we go. Oh, uh, these are now. Now we're into like the, like the asking questions about how honest you are. Things are not fun anymore. If you found a large amount of money, like would you keep it or find the owner? Like keep it. Jesus, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> what is the silliest object you have an emotional attachment to? Hmm. Hmm. A bar of penis-shaped soap that I got as a gift from my friend Rennie. <laughs> He's my uh, my oldest friend here in Korea that I met in my second year in Korea. He's uh, I met him through a, a group called Gay Platonic Soul, which was like a chance for gay people to meet each other without the pressure of like, is this a possible romantic connection thing? Because that's like a, a weird thing in the gay community. So we've been friends for a long time and he came back from a trip to Thailand one time and he's like, here's some souvenirs. I'm like, cool. And one of them is a uh, bar of penis shaped soap that I have kept since then. Uh, I still have it. Uh, and I'm probably going to like bring it back to Canada too. Yeah. There's going to be penis shaped soap in my house. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be prominently displayed. We'll, we'll, we'll make it the, the door knocker. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. A a tiny bottle of Heinz ketchup that uh, I gave to Alicia because I knew she thought it would be cute. Fair enough. Okay. I have a uh, so I have a a combat replica that an ex girlfriend gave me that has been attached to my shoulder bag for probably twenty years now. How old am I now? Eighteen. Yeah, it was it was around I was around eighteen or nineteen when she gave it to me, mm. and I've had it on my bag since ever since then. It's a uh, Deep Space Nine, like the. Uh, the second yeah, yeah. Com badge pin. I've got it had that like pin. the the three bars or whatever kind of thing well, behind the, it. Or? It's the it's the one like the two bar thing with like the combined edges that they wore. Right. All of Voyager and most of Deep Space Nine and like the TNG movies like that emblem. That's always been my Star Trek logo, like my Starfleet logo. So mm-hmm. I've had that pin on my bag for a million years. I've got three or four versions of that pin, but the one that she gave me is the one that stayed on my shoulder bag, which is probably the same shoulder bag from 1999 too. So there is that. Actually, no, it's not the same one. It's just, it's exactly the same model that I bought three times now. So I'm a predictable motherfucker, if nothing else. All right. I'm kind of running out of questions here and I'm running out of steam on this episode. So that's perfect. Oh, I got an hour and 10 minutes out of this nonsense. Fucking hey, right, doggy. <laughs> here is my last question. I don't have a last question. Hold on, give me. I'll cut it. I'll <laughs> They're cut all garbage. Okay. Huh. <laughs> oh, there's a Hogwarts question, but like that doesn't actually mean anything to us anymore. <laughs> there you I go. Here. The movies. This, this is the last one that I'm going to ask. If you were told you only had a week to live, what would you do? That was fucking um, depressing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, travel, probably travel and like eat as much fucking like delicious food as i could that's basically i'm like if i'm gonna die anyway i'm just eating and smoking everything i can fucking see i would buy a plane ticket so or move my plane ride to canada up but buy another ticket to bring jihoon with me 
and I go back to Canada and spend the last little bit with family and friends there while showing Jihoon around Toronto and eating a bunch of awesome food. That's what I would do. Yeah, that was a depressing question. I shouldn't have asked that last. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, I don't man? Know I did that. Uh, I'm trying to find a funny one. And I thought, what would I? I would just eat and smoke everything. I think I said that already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Would you rather rather have a rewind button or a pause button? Right now, I'd rather have a rewind button so I could rewind. And, <laughs> and not, not ask that, that last question. question. <laughs> yeah, because that was terrible. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Does the pause button like pause everything except you? I think so. Yeah, we'll say yes. Zach Moore. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. By the bell style. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I want yeah. for sure. I would pause it and like, assuming I don't age during the time that's paused, but I still get to like live and shit. I I would like just pause the world for like six months and like catch up on all the fucking comics and movies and TV shows yeah. and everything that I've been missing and. Yeah. If I could do that, yeah. as decent as I am at drawing now, you guys would wake up one morning and I'd be like Alex Ross times four because like <laughs> I would have just paused like the entire world for a year and like just practice until I was yeah. so good nobody mm-hmm. knew what to do with me anymore. And then somebody would have to hire me, right? Right? Right. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you can just start making forgery uh, Alex Ross art. Yeah, I guess I could just start doing that too. There's also that's also a possibility. Cool. So that was a ridiculous episode of Dance Robot Dance, which is exactly what I wanted it to be. So perfect. <laughs> um, let's move on and do geek cred. Okay. Which doesn't have a sting. We don't have a sting, and I don't even know what we do in this segment anymore. So, uh, Paul, what's your geek cred <laughs> for this week? I don't know. What am I recommending this week? This week I am recommending. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> follow Mark. Follow me on follow Mark on Instagram because I don't have an Instagram. Um, let me see. Yeah, thanks for those likes, boys. Thanks for those likes. No Instagrams <laughs> from either of these guys. It's awesome. Nope, I don't have one. Either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll come back to me. All right, I'll be. I'll be in a <laughs> Tim, Sorry. What's your geek cred for the week? My geek cred for this week. I actually also have started watching Batwoman. And uh, I've watched about six episodes of it now, and like I'm pretty into it. They've, I think, they've done a pretty solid job at re- recreating that like uh, tone and feel of Batwoman's like first major story arc, that elegy story arc, which was written by Greg Rucka and uh, and drawn by J.H. Williams III. And that fucking art is astounding. Uh, and introducing that Alice character, who's sort of like uh, the main antagonist in the first season, and they're doing a decent job of having like sort of an overarching story to the season and stuff so far. So it's very different vibe than the other DCCW shows, and I think it's been doing a pretty good job so far at treating Kate Kane's sexuality as well. So yeah, Batwoman. Paul, did you uh, get your shit together? Yeah, this current season of Doctor Who is actually what I've been following on and it's been i think i like it better than the last season so far yeah me too i've been hearing that a lot yeah yeah like i liked the last season don't get me wrong but it felt a little bit uneven a little bit like underwhelming and this season is really amped up and i really like it a lot better and jody whitaker like really has a handle on her doctor and the whole thing just like works everything just kind of fell into place this season so like I'm not not recommending the previous season, but this one is just so much better. So yeah, go watch Doctor Who. Cool. Yeah. So for me, uh, next week, uh, so February 22nd at Matai on St. Paul Street in St. Catharines, I will be there all day selling my prints, which are 
going to be going online shortly. Also, I'll be at Kitchener Comic Con the weekend after on February 28th and 29th, I believe is what the weekend is, but I'll be there that whole weekend. Yeah, so the next couple of weeks, you should be seeing my Batman 66, Batman 89, and Supernatural prints go on sale from Warner Brothers, and my Star Trek, my three Star Trek prints should be going on sale via CBS or like licensed by CBS shortly. We are very excited. I'm very excited to finally have these goddamn things out there. So yeah. I've been huh? working on them for a year. And yeah, so come out and see the show if you are in the area and can get down here. I've already had a couple messages from listeners saying they're going to try and show up. If you don't come to a con this summer, you'll see at least me, probably, if not one of the two guys or all three of us, depending on how big a con or which con it is or whatever weekend, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it'll be fun and come by a print because they're pretty nice. I think I've done good work finally. So I'll agree with that. Thank you, boys. I appreciate that. All right. So thank you for listening to my nonsense. This has been episode 186 of Dance Robot Dance. If you haven't already, please subscribe. You can do that via any podcatching app you want. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. We are not exclusive to Spotify yet, but if they want to give us a call and offer me that contract, I am signing tomorrow. <laughs> if you have any thoughts about anything we talked about, please hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast, on Twitter at DRD underscore podcast, or you can email us at dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on social media. I am M underscore Willette on Twitter or MT underscore Willette on Instagram. Instagram is obviously more active with beautiful batman art happening all the goddamn time and so i've been here with paul bye guys and tim talk to you next week and i'm mark and we will talk to you next week have a good one guys bye bye